a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Well, as we round out the day today, I want to share a couple of thoughts uh, that have been bouncing around my head. Uh, Some of the things that I often talk to executives and organizations around the world about uh, in my previous career. And one of those is actually a uh, quote that's attributed uh, to the late Vince Lombardi, of course, great uh, football coach with the Green Bay Packers. And uh, he was uh, purported to have said that if you are not fired with enthusiasm, you will soon be fired with enthusiasm. Uh, enthusiasm is an important thing uh, in the world. It's so easy to mail it in. It's so easy to just go through the motions of your job or your relationships, your conversation with your children, uh, your uh, interaction with a a neighbor or even a friend. It's so easy to just kind of settle in and lose that enthusiasm. And when we lose that enthusiasm, we lose a lot more. And and so that's a great question uh, as it relates to your job and your work. If you're Again, not fired with enthusiasm, you'll probably be fired with enthusiasm by your boss. Uh, Are you passionately pursuing your goals and your dreams? Do you greet the dawn of each new day with a a lot of hopeful anticipation, or is it a lot of dreary dread and worry about what's coming next? Are you excited about where you're headed in life? You know, enthusiasm just feeds the energy uh, that really drives, I think, our activity and ultimately our our destiny. Because without enthusiasm, uh, work and, and even life itself becomes pretty flat. It's pretty uninviting. Uh, the only, the old saying is, uh, is true. I think that the only difference between a rut and a grave is that it, graves have no end or that graves have ends. Uh, ruts just keep going and you can't get out. Uh, so one of the way, places I always look to for enthusiasm is young children. Children often remind us uh, what life is like when you live with enthusiasm. It's amazing what little kids can get enthusiastic about. Uh, some counter uh, that children just don't know <laughs> how hard life is, so they're a little naive. Uh, and yet, uh, I think they have an enthusiasm and an excitement that really changes so many things. I actually watched this over the weekend. Uh, at my church, we had a, a program on Sunday that featured the children. They were singing and giving messages. And there was an interesting thing that I noticed happened. Uh, it was actually pointed out to me by one of my young friends who said that whenever we have this program with the young children uh, singing and speaking, uh, that everybody does what we call lean-in listening. Every person in the audience is leaning in and listening with enthusiasm, listening intently, smiling, you know, trying to project positive things onto the, onto these little kids. And, and think about that. Have you ever thought about listening enthusiastically? I know some people who listen enthusiastically. It's engaging. It's riveting. It creates a completely different kind of conversation because when you feel When you feel that someone is enthusiastically listening to you, intently, passionately listening, because what you have to say matters, think of the message that sends. 
Uh, if you've ever felt validated in a conversation, it's probably because somebody was listening with enthusiasm. Now, there's some other aspects of enthusiasm that I think are important. Uh, you can't wait around to feel enthusiastic, to get enthusiastic. <laughs> You'll probably uh, wait a really long time. Uh, enthusiasm, in my view, is is really just the process of tapping into some of those inner desires, uh, some of that focus uh, to become your best, to be your best, to give your best. But it does generate this desire to listen, to learn, to grow, to share, uh, even to serve, to make a difference in your community. And the thing that I found, the thing that I often talk to leaders about is, look, people want to be with and people want to follow someone, someone who's enthusiastic. Now, when I say enthusiastic, I am not talking about bounce off the walls or a hyperactive approach to enthusiasm. Uh, That's just exhausting. Uh, In fact, uh, I would say just the opposite. It's, it's, It's really not about bouncing off the walls. Some of the most enthusiastic, passionate people on this planet are actually incredibly reserved and even a little bit shy. Yet their enthusiasm is contagious. It's palpable. Uh, there's an energy in their words. There's a confidence in their step. There's a, there's a power in their presence because of that enthusiasm. And again, it doesn't require you to bounce off the walls. It just requires you to have some enthusiasm, some passion, some drive about things you care about. So you have to know what you care about. And that takes time. That takes effort. We all can do that, though, by the way. And we also have to look at the flip side of that. Without that enthusiasm, life is pretty dreary. And days stretch out and become pretty long. And we've all experienced that, sitting in a class that we were not enthusiastic about, sitting through a presentation maybe that we were not enthusiastic about, doing a job or a chore or a task that we're not enthusiastic about, it always seems to take longer and to be more miserable. And part of the reason it's more miserable is because we make it more miserable. And we think of excuses and we procrastinate and then we worry about it and then we stress. Uh, I often uh, talk with young people and say, you know, how many times have you procrastinated an assignment for school because you weren't enthusiastic about it, but then you just kept procrastinating and it got worse And it felt bigger. And then you really didn't want to do it. And then even when you should have been having fun with your friends or watching a good movie, you couldn't even focus because you're stressed because you know you've got this thing hanging over you that has to be done. And the amazing thing to me, and this applies not just to kids, but to executives, to adults of all kinds, and that is these things that we procrastinate often don't take very long to complete. Or get done, but we turn them into these big monstrosities because we just don't exert enough enthusiasm to start. And usually just starting, even with just a tiny bit of enthusiasm, you can you can gut it up and gear up for that. But when you do, you often find out that most of the things we procrastinate uh, take less than 15 minutes to complete. In fact, here's a good test for you on a Tuesday. Uh, Take something that you've been procrastinating and first do a little assessment. How often during your day and your night and the middle of your night do you think about it? 
How many times do you tell yourself, oh, I really got to get this done. I really got to get this done. Oh, if I don't get this done by Friday. Uh, and then it becomes even bigger and more troubling. And so what do you do? You procrastinate more, not less. And you keep putting it off. So do a little assessment. Something you've been procrastinating. How often do you stress and worry that you're procrastinating it? And then figure out, okay, how long is this actually going to take? And you will find, I guarantee you, that most of it can be done in about 15 minutes. So your test is take something today that you have been procrastinating and just do it for 15 minutes. You can stop at the end of 15 minutes if you want. But I promise you, if you'll start with even a smidgen of enthusiasm, you'll probably get that thing knocked out before the end of the day today and you'll feel a lot better. So just remember, if you aren't fired with enthusiasm, you'll probably be fired with enthusiasm. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and passionately, enthusiastically do something that makes a difference. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.